one, we're live. Okay. <laughs> so we should probably start the podcast now. Yeah. Who's going to do the introduction? Oh, I thought you, you talk shit about how I did to put. I just thought it, that was part of the tradition. You're always going to start it, flub it, and then once again, I, I one shot it. Okay, fine. Watch. I'm going to one shot it now. Okay, go for it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, this is your weekly pot. Well, there we go. Uh, no, <laughs> I was saying I, I didn't flub. I was clarifying that last okay. week we didn't have an episode. That's true. This is this is we're going to shoot for a weekly episode uh, full of all your all your favorite uh, geek news uh, with a healthy dose of accountability. Apologies for missing last week. Uh, I had a trip to L.A. Uh, but we're back and we're gonna be back on our regular recorded schedule and I think that was a successful intro without a flub an interruption for sure but not a flub don't blame that on me like you lost the sauce in the middle I did lose the sauce in the middle you were like wait I have to explain what happened with last week you retconned your sentence we have subscribers people want to know what happened with last week I I couldn't make it okay fine let us explain then what have we been up to last week where were you what were you doing girl I went to LA to hang out with some friends and uh, uh, to do a game and that was about it is like the game a secret can you promo it here what's happening oh uh, I, I did a couple of games uh one of them came out uh it was the uh hunters entertainment uh kickstarter game for their second edition of kids on bikes which utilized gabe james games uh uh session zero system which was really fun wow wig i guess <laughs> you know what you, you, you just gonna take you're gonna take all my victories and, and just downplay them i'm so. not downplaying them it's just like you used a lot of words there i had to break it up i had to mm-hmm. fight for myself <laughs> i had to figure out what those words meant Hunters and then I got entertainment it. is the company that makes kids on bikes kids on bikes is the system is, is that like is that why are the kids on the bikes <laughs> It's just the name of the system. Like, what does it mean? Have you ever watched uh, Dimension 20's Magic and Misfits? Yeah, oh my God, I love them. Right? Well, that used a version of the Kids on Bike systems called Kids on Brooms. Oh, that yeah. So, like, I get it now. Okay. I've comprehended. There, I decided. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, they, uh, Kids on Bikes and Kids on Brooms, that there there was a first edition mm-hmm. and now there's a new edition that was just kickstarted mm-hmm. and to uh get people's eyes on the kickstarter i was involved in a game with them wow so yeah that was pretty fun that's so good for you that sounds so fun <laughs> you know what I, this is why i don't talk to you about stuff <laughs> no i'm excited for you i just like i don't know okay well that's enough about me what what have you been up to i'm so glad you asked oh god <laughs> okay so I typically only go to bars and clubs locally, right? Every, is this going to be a constant where it's just every time we talk about what you've been up to, you bring up a bar story? That's what I do. 
Okay. All right. What happened at the bar this time? Okay. So me and my friends decided let's go downtown. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Boys Town. Let's hit the places for queer people like we are, right? Right. And so I. Uh, do you want to explain for our non Chicago viewers what Boys Town is? Right. Got it. Okay. So you know how marginalized people find community within each other. And so they just kind of take over one part of a neighborhood. It's like if you've had a Chinatown or maybe a little Italy, gay people in Chicago did that. <laughs> so there's maybe like three or four blocks that are just for gay people. Uh, hasn't there been some pushback with it being called Boys Town lately? Yeah, you know, and I understand that and I understand the arguments that people are making. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're perpetuating it is, is what's going on here. Well, we can't forget the people that specifically in the city of Chicago fought to have this space. If gay men were the people that pioneered that movement, I'm not going to take away something that historically celebrated their victories. Of course we need to be inclusive and that's why um, people look out. There are like lesbian bars in Chicago, in Boys Town that you can go to, um, but at the same time we're a community. I'm just giving you shit. I know. And did you see that answer? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that answer. Little I mean, Miss who, Politics. Who's to, who, who's to say that it was just gay men that created Boys Town? I mean, man, I'm I, not saying it's just I, them. I, I think I mean, it was all types. You know, they utilized what they had. They had leverage as men that they could do that kind of thing. You oh, know. Okay. Ha ha. Got you. <laughs> yeah, nice try. You're gonna have to do backflips <laughs> if you want to get me into a PR disaster. <laughs> Cancel Julie. Can't do it, babe. <laughs> but yeah, so we go to Boys Town, right? And um, I don't go there regularly enough to have to worry about security problems. So I'll even drop the name of the bar for you guys. Go to Sidetrack in Chicago. I've been to Sidetrack. That's a fun one. Dude, it's huge. Yeah. And I had the time of my life. I went upstairs. The bartender, already drunk, gave us six shots for free, took a shot with us. He said it was a green tea shot. If ever, everyone knows what a green tea shot is it's a mixed shot it wasn't he gave a straight jameson (laughs) and said this is a green tea shot um and he then later got like kicked out of his shift early he could not finish his shift he is an american hero (laughs) if i see him again i'm gonna you are a terrible influence that man might lose his job no he'll be fine (laughs) and then when i was like downstairs still chilling again this man walks up to me and we had a heart to heart he goes up to me and the first thing he says is I'm not being weird I'm gay don't worry you look gorgeous <laughs> and I was like thank you and then he told me that he goes to law school I said I want to go to law school he looks at me he goes play the gay card and the black card you'll get into the school I'm going to and I will not name the school but just know he's right <laughs> so Do I know the school yeah it, I went there for a year Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. Jesus, yeah, I'm getting in there. Um, yeah, but he was a G for that. I love him so much. It was <laughs> such a great time. And then down the block, also, if you whisper into the mic, people will hear. Oh, work. Yeah, guys, don't snitch. <laughs> 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 guys, I just cool. want you to know that what you whispered is on record. Oh, guys, be cool. Don't look at the schools I went to then. Like, don't try to figure it out. I went to more than one. Like, you'll have to guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then, like, down the block in Boys Town, there's a Yiro restaurant. Yeah. And I love it so much because every other business seems to be owned by gay people, but that Yiro shop isn't. It is clearly just like the poor Greek men that run that place. <laughs> Seem to have no idea where they are. 
god. And so they are just the most angry. Like during Halloween, this guy came in as Jared Leto's, Leto's Joker, so we didn't have a shirt on. Ugh. But like nobody had a shirt on. It was Boys Town at Halloween. The old man behind the counter was like, "No, put a shirt on. Get a shirt on right now." <laughs> He's like, come on, no. <laughs> I'm not serving you. And so he had to like wear his friend's fur coat. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. But yeah, this is this is something I've been planning on for the future, by the way. What? I think a lot of like people in the space, like the TTR beauty space, their meetings are always like at cons, like meet your favorite actual play players or like at a game thing. Right. No. If we have a meetup girlies we're going to the club we're doing we're doing a live episode of uh dungeons and dragons in place town yeah, from sidetrack oh yo we gotta see if we can make that happen. wouldn't it be so fun yeah, funny enough we I, I i i just got back from uh boys town because uh that's that's my partner's favorite place to thrift Mm-hmm. And uh, my partner saw a pair of Timberland boots. Really? <laughs> it was like, oh, these are nice. And I'm like, you want to get some Tims? Yes. Like, yeah, they're $5. And I'm like, <sighs> they're not $5. There's no way they're $5. No. Oh, but they got a nice pair of Tims for like forty bucks. So that's yeah, nice. that's still that's a dope thrift. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we got a, we get a lot of stuff from. Uh, I, I, I'll just I'll just shout them out out of the closet in Boys Town. Yes. It's a fantastic thrift store. Not a lot of stuff for for big boys like myself. Absolutely not. No, uh, but <laughs> it's still wow. Dumb. Thanks a lot for that. Listen, I we know their clientele. <laughs> Let's, just, let's be real. Um, they cap out at 2XL. And yeah. I'm like, that makes me sad. But yeah, no, definitely. I really want, if the Dungeons and Dragons like, podcast ever has a meetup, we have to differentiate ourselves. Y'all are going clubbing with me. I'm going to find a line dancing bar. Like, what, what, line? Is that the like the hoedown type? Oh, absolutely. Like I can do the Cotton Eye Joe now. Every Wednesday, I'm at a line dancing bar. First off, we got a line dancing bar in Chicago? Not in Chicago. It's out like Aurora by me. But Oh gross. Anyway, you guys we're I'm catering to what the people really want. I'm I like how you're tri- triangulating where you live on I our know, podcast. I'm doxing myself really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus like, I'm like I have to remind you. Yeah. Oh no, I mean, but hey, do you no, think? Illinois is a big state. <laughs> we've said two places in chicago and one large city true i mean but what speaking of illinois being a big state i love whenever there's an election and how mad southern illinois oh gets they do it every year <laughs> what it about so, what we want like this isn't about you <laughs> i can't believe illinois voted blue again <laughs> like and that's my favorite thing like everyone's like springfield's the capital so so this isn't about you why don't you know what why don't we just make chicago the capital do it do it then like do don't say that as if it's a threat we want that we give us give it to us give it to, it'll be funny <laughs> but, but yeah um so i guess that's our weekly recap i once again went outside touch grass was hot and you went outside touch grass played the kids on bikes game well, oh yeah i had well 
I, I went outside after that, you know? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that's what you did. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think part of me is just offended. I have not been invited to any of these actual play games, and I can't fathom why. <laughs> because you keep saying that you don't care. You don't want to play. <laughs> and then you don't want to do your setup. Oh, my God. You know how many people I got asking me, like, can Joy play in our game? Can Joy play in our game? And I'm like, Joey's not going to set up. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, His everyone to do yell it. at him. He could help me. He knows where I live. Yeah, but you, our family's where you live. That's so true. Yeah, like, I'll find a day where they're not there. You can help me. Because, like, it's not even a matter of I can't afford it. It really is, like, the idea of plugging in something and it not working immediately makes me want to start crying. It's not, the, oh, you know, I, I'll take I care. I built an entire PC, but this is what's going to do it. <laughs> Why are you? That's the hardest part. Everything after that is just... Plugged in wires. Okay, we're gonna give it a. Tr- okay, everyone, hold me to it. If by episode four, <laughs> I, that's the next episode. Exactly. You don't think I can do it in a week? I don't. I built the PC in three days. <laughs> that that's true. That's true. I just I wasn't sure how busy you were. Oh well, big girl has an eight to five job, but you know I can do it. Mm. I got this. We can slay. But anyway, we've waffled on too long about our lives. Let's uh, get into the thick of it. It's only been twelve minutes, but yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. So wait. Uh, oh, and now segment. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so before we get into the drama, <laughs> I have invented a little mini game to keep things spicy. Okay. I found that um, maybe people aren't aware, so I'm going to make them aware right now. Mm-hmm. There is an 11 year age gap between you and I. Yes, yes, there is. You are a millennial, and am I am. I a yeah. millennial? Because mm-hmm. I'm Gen Z, and I like just okay. Gen Z. So. I, I don't know why Gen Z got beef with us millennials. We, we don't. Do we oh, really okay. don't. You guys I, are like our comfort friends. Yeah, you know? but y'all make fun of us with, about our middle parts and shit like that. Well, yeah, because like there's some things you guys won't let go. Like some of you guys still walk around and are like, I'm a Ravenclaw. And it's like, no, you're not, Janet. You're 29. I, I, I don't fuck with Harry Potter at all, but that, remind me to circle back to Harry Potter because there's there's a rant that I need to go on. Okay, we'll have our hot takes moment in a minute. But yeah, so I decided um, I would check on your knowledge of Gen Z slang. Yes. Maybe some of it is just chronically online slang, mm-hmm. but I figured it'd be fun if okay. we tried it out now. So the first thing is something I mentioned on Twitter. Do you know what line cook energy is? Uh, I from the context that from our conversations earlier. Yes, I'd imagine uh, line cook energy is somebody that will will give you what they can, and if you don't like it, that's too goddamn bad. All right, so you think it's more of like somebody that doesn't care, like like a line cook, like I'm gonna make you this burger, and if you complain about the burger, well, that's how the fuck it's made. Go fuck yourself. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> is there like an official definition um i'm looking now but i can tell you how colloquially it is used line cook energy mm-hmm. is that un like indescribable attractiveness that people like pete davidson have where it's like he looks like a line cook i'll see i think i think back in the day we would just call that scumbag energy no because they're not have you ever like been you in don't a... tell me Pete David doesn't look like a scumbag Mm-mm. he looks like a line cook wow I don't think he'd hurt me 
I just think he's a line coach. <laughs> um, I have a little um, like meme from Reddit, I guess. Okay. Where um, someone says he's got line cook energy and he's funny. He's hot. Someone responds, how is this so true? And the first person says, because I was a waitress and worked with like 15 Pete Davidson in my... 15 Pete Davidsons in my life. It's a goddamn thing. I have no idea why it's hot. It just is. They're usually trash, but there's just something about the way they angrily cook shit and yell behind you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, the, the, they're usually trash part leads me to think that that's what we used to call scumbagging. I just don't think... Like, that, remember uh, scumbag Steve? Right. But, like, he... it's That was more of, like, the backwards hat, like, wife beater. The, like, it's crazy that there's a piece of clothing named wife beater. I'm sorry. That just... That always throws me off. See, I... It, there's so many things like that, though. Like, what do you call it when it's uh, raining, but it's sunny outside? Rain? Oh, I hate to tell you. Is, is there a name for that? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not a name. It's more of a phrase. Uh, Southern people, mm-hmm. I've noticed, will look up and just go, oh, the devil's beating his wife. No fucking way. Yeah. Let me look this up. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What does that? <laughs> look, the devil is. The devil is beating. Oh, I, I didn't even finish it. It came up. Yeah. In southern United States, a sun shower is traditionally believed to be when the devil is beating his wife. <laughs> a regional belief from Tennessee is the devil is kissing his wife. In Venezuela, the word chachimba refers to raining while sunny. Yeah, so what we call sun showers, people down south will say that. Um, Holy shit. The way that the mistreatment of women was like normalized for a very long time in a very casual way. Like, how the fuck do you even say, like, do you say it? Say it like, oh, the devil's being this white. No. Uh, The exact tone is this. You walk outside, sun is shining, and you go, oh, the devil's beating his wife. (laughs) Oh my God. And then you keep going with your day. I hate this. Yeah, and uh, mind you, we're not laughing at the abuse of women. That no, is horrible. We're, we're laughing Intimate at... partner violence is bad, but it's just like, this is shock laughter. Like, why what are they doing the that? fuck? Okay, yeah, sorry to interrupt. Keep going. Right, so that's line cook energy. So All right. Sometimes I'll see a man that just looks scrawny and exhausted with those deep bags under his eyes and the towel over shoulder, and it's like, oof, line cook energy. See, okay, so like... My partner said I have a little bit of lie cook energy, but I can't. You gotta be skinny to have no, that. No, 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 no. It's an energy, you know. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Then. You have the bags on your eyes too. Or it's well, like, thank you. T- that's that's from the trauma. Okay. Who do you think you're talking to? I know you I've were there. I concealer. <laughs> okay. All right. Next. The next term. If I say this fan fiction is tagged "Dead Dove Do Not Eat," what does that mean? Uh, I know that that is, it has to be a Arrested Development uh, reference mm-hmm. in which uh, in which uh, there was a dead bird in one of the episodes and the guy opened it and went, I don't know what I expected. Right. So I'm I'm going to assume that it's uh, it's just a vile fanfic mm-hmm. and like if somebody says that. It, it, 
and you read it anyway yeah you get what you, you expected. expect it yes that's 100% what it is a dead dove do not eat fanfic is problematic but they tag it so if you read it that's all you that's, that's on you that's your own fault yeah exactly but like how the, but the question then because like how vile is it and it, the, I don't know does tagging it make it acceptable that's a moral quandary, and that's getting an anti-pro ship uh, oh, you, as territory. We, as we reviewed last so episode, I, we're learning a lot about fiction in this uh, yeah in this uh, podcast. So we can't really get into that. Okay, uh, all right, I that's will fair. just say though, I <laughs> I do think it's funny every time someone reads a dead note, do not eat fanfic, and they're like, "How could they write this?" I'm like, "Girly, it said what it said on the tin. Why'd you open it?" <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. If I say this fanfic is tagged as lemon, what does that mean? Lemon? Yeah, um, it's a lemon. Um so, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going through the thought process. Go for it. Walk so, us through this. A lemon is sour. Mm-hmm. So I think that the fan fiction would be like purposely off-putting almost like mm. uh, a little like if you're reading this then understand that this is not about to be a fun experience oh that is actually a very good guess mm-hmm. and i wish we had something like that but no a lemon back in the day before i guess like people knew what the word smut was oh yeah if okay this, if a fig had smut in it you would just say it's a lemon oh, and there okay. was even a citrus meter so like if things how, were, how yeah, sour right. is it so like lemon they are having intercourse lime it's like oh things are spicy orange you're fine but like we have spice for that like oh this is spicy right we say that now but like back in the day like i want to say i, I was thought like, this was gen z shit we were online <laughs> thank you i was reading these far too young they let me have the internet um <laughs> are you familiar with what abo is abo yes <laughs> this is so funny Jesus, uh, ABO. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I'm drawing a blanket. Like I know back in the day what ASL was, right? But I don't American know American Sign a- Language. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was age, sex, location, yeah, location. Yeah. I was about to be like, I'm pretty sure that's not what it was. It wasn't. Um, all right, uh, but. I don't know what ABO is. All right. I'm glad you asked. Um, (laughs) I didn't really. I just said, okay, go ahead. So ABO is short for alpha, beta, omega. And God, what the fuck? I I assume you're also not familiar with the omega verse. Is the the omega verse like the super hulak thing where everything is involved? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Oh no, no. Like no. there there are fan fictions where like everything is Right. No, those are called crossover fan fictions. Unfortunately, I'm about to tell you the forbidden knowledge. Oh, Once you've no. opened the scroll, it cannot be closed. Oh, um, so there in fan fiction you can write things in alternate universes, like where uh. what if everyone in Batman worked at a coffee shop? Or what if instead of being Batman he was a professor? Well, there is an alternate universe called the Omegaverse, where mm-hmm. as well as having your like um, two sexes, female and male, there is another set of identification things where you can be an alpha, a beta, or an omega, like wolves, you know? <laughs> 
rules don't work like that, though. I know. It's too late, though. We've gone too far. Uh, betas are like normal people. Omegas go into heat like animals. And alphas also go into rut like animals. And while Go into rut? Yeah. Are you familiar? No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I want to know. Rut is like mask heat. Which is the funniest thing I've ever said. Somebody oh please God. take that out of context. Oh, God. <laughs> please. Yeah. So Rhett is just mask heat where you get like violent and saucy. And so <laughs> <laughs> so while you violent <laughs> and while you can make Omegaverse fan fiction that is like wholly fluffy and platonic. You know that's not what they use in this book. <laughs> OK. OK. What's the, what's the next thing? What's the fucking next thing? Um, I, I don't know that these are all Gen Z terms. Well, here, don't worry. If I say that something has me both gagged and gooped, I am what? <laughs> <laughs> First off, this is the last time you use yourself as an example for any of this shit. No, this is fun. I'm all gagged right, and gooped, so, girl. No, <laughs> He's taking this so poorly. God damn it. All right. Yeah, uh, I'm gagged. I'm gooped. <laughs> I, like I've heard gagged before. Yeah. I've never. This is my first time hearing gooped. Yeah. And nothing, nothing good comes from gooped. gooped. <laughs> uh, all right. Like if if you're shocked and appalled. Yes. Like, I'm surprised. I'm gagged. Yeah. I'm gooped, girl. Yeah. I okay. All right. And now just the use of the word per. Per. Yeah. Like Catwoman. <laughs> Yes, I'm Catwoman if I use it. No. Um, let's say, like, I don't know. Can I haven't used this sentence, please? Um, I'm like, I. Anita walks in the room. I go, are you ready to go? Anita says yes. I go, oh, per. I guess that's just a, a variation of cool. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's like, a, okay. <laughs> per. Per. All right, yeah. Yeah. So you have passed the Gen Z. Uh, hey. I think you've learned so much. I mostly just wanted to explain the Omegaverse to you because I, I like I, making I, your I'm day worse. I'm immediately purging that from our brain. No, you have to know. No. Oh my God, everybody, please. Um, I think both of our DMs are open. Please DM both of us like what you think Noir would be in an ABL universe. Don't do that. I personally see them as beta coded. but Wow. <laughs> Why I, I I feel offended, Why? but I, I, I say that you don't go into heat or rut. You just be living. Also, we forgot to introduce ourselves. Oh fuck! <laughs> I, I'm your host Noir. You can find me all over the internet as the Noir Enigma. That's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, uh, and also uh, thenoirenigma dot com. Uh, that's where you can go to get our merch. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, everybody. I'm Joy from Illinois. Um, you can find me at Broke Woke Choke on Twitter for as long as that website lasts. I'm suddenly at peace on Instagram. <laughs> suddenly on peace. Suddenly on peace. Suddenly at peace on Tumblr. Um, and I'm in your heart always. <laughs> hey, you talking about me fumbling? Oof, <laughs> oof, that was rough. No, it's cute when I do it. It's about me. <laughs> Okay, so I do it. I get ridiculed. Absolutely, yeah. You do it. It's cute. Yeah, absolutely. I'm adorable. Ooh, woo. Oh, well. Let's go. <laughs> so now we're going to get into the thick of it. You said that you had a rant that you wanted to go on. Right. It's yeah. hot takes time. All right, let's talk about it. So Harry Potter has a new video game coming out. Absolutely. And obviously, I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to buy it. 
I don't I don't want this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that said, this game has the best black hair options I have ever seen in a fucking video game. Right. And like they know it. Right. And they're advertising it as such. Like like there was a like an IGN thing Mm -hmm. where the team behind this new Harry Potter game was just like uh, and check out some of the character creation options. And you know, for character creation, we're gonna go to our we're gonna go to our friend Jamal here. Not and Jamal. Like the, I, I, I don't Not know. Jamal. I don't know what his name was, but it was just <laughs> it like they they had a black guy, and they're just that's like, what's that? and he was just like, look at all these character options. Look at the hair. Look, look at the drip. It's so fucking dope. And it was just just like they were propping up. Yeah. Like, hey, black folks. You know, we've got. You can actually make yourself like yeah. they had. They had ev- like they had fades. No fades, no. and not just the box cut seventies yeah. fades, oh, but wait. like actual, actual fades? fades, braids. The hair texture is on point. Dang. It looks good. The the melanin options are just fan fucking tastic. And it's just like this is the best character creation I've seen for black folks. And I I, you I can't, can't play. I can't play it, especially because the theme of the game is shutting down a slave rebellion. Yeah. So it's just that like makes it easier. They are purposely marketing towards black folks with with this character creation like yeah. it's it's in depth like when i tell you like you can have a part <sighs> they and you can customize your part and it's like oh my god like yeah like and you know it, it, for but some, you know why this is you know it's how you destabilize you know marginalized people that have found solidarity with each other it's why we have that model minority myth so to pit us against each other and that's what sucks so much because it it feels almost like rude to be like come on black people you'll sell out trans people because of what we've done right and it's like no i will not <laughs> right like in in I, i'm gonna keep it a whole buck mm-hmm to say that for a hot second, yeah, I wasn't tempted would would be a lie because right. I've never seen right the care put into representing black folks that this game has done in a game that I could in good consciousness buy. Yeah, and I'll even say this: you know, no one should fault you at all for wanting to play it because I firmly believe that when it comes to things like this, you can't put the onus on the individual to take care of something that has become so much of a systemic problem as the entire uh, as the entire like Harry Potter like giant of media, you know? Like, while an individual's actions are important, um, you can't say like it's your fifty nine ninety nine purchase that has doomed trans people and black people everywhere. Right, but I I can't in good consciousness yeah, contribute to don't. it. <laughs> but but here's the thing though, like and I, I discovered that these options existed from a TikTok, mm-hmm. 
and it was a black dude going, hey, look at these fucking options. These options are cool as shit. Man, look at the textures. Look at how great we could be represented. Too bad it's for a turf-promoted game, and I'm not buying this shit. But don't this shit look cool? And I've seen a bunch of TikToks like that. Mm -hmm. So it's cool to see that we understand what is happening, Yeah, and we're still not taking part. But it's just infuriating to know that, like, this is something that can be done. Mm Mm-hmm. And they know that there's a market for like they know that it will like let's be real there's there there are there are people in the black community that are transphobic and they will see this and that will be the tipping point to get them to buy the game. So they know it's an effective marketing tool. So why aren't we putting it in games that aren't supporting this kind of horseshit? And it's just it fucking infuriating and like. This was the only thing that made me want to play that game. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. See, and I think that's really fun. Like, it's so interesting now as a concept to deal with because clearly the people making this game knew that, like, a large majority of their audience aren't going to purchase this game because J.K. Rowling is a turf. Right. So then they said, well, who can we get to definitely give us money? Like, what can we do to definitely get money and they did this and in a way to me that's almost reassuring because it's like okay these companies know how to do this and they know that we'll buy it so i don't have to do it this time um i'll just wait for next time when they need money and it's not a turf (laughs) (laughs) i I, but i mean the thing is i don't know that they will though like maybe see what, what sucks is like if there was an uh, if there was a fucking massive push to get this game because of mm-hmm. that feature, I think that would inspire companies to be more likely to put black characteristics in their character creation. But we can't make that push without without being a detriment to our trans you know friends so it's just like and I think like like, not to be Martin Luther Joy or whatever but I (laughs) like black voices are powerful and influential and so it's just a matter of like now that I know about this I'm gonna hit Twitter and I'm just gonna be like I would have loved to buy this game, but they're turfs. Can anybody else do this? And I'll tweet every every day, like, what other game gives me this option? I'm literally just, and you know someone's gonna go, oh, this game has something similar. This game has something similar. And every time those games see that, they're going to feel reinforced. Like, all right, JK Rowling missed out on this dollar, but we can take it, you yeah, know? Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm mad salty about it. Cause it's just and you like, have every right to be. Is that God damn. Yeah, that's my rant. Like, I, I could keep going, but that's the heart yeah. of it. Which is just like, they knew yeah. that, you know, they knew that this was going to sell copies in like the worst game possible to do it, did it. And yeah. I'm, it's fucking. Uh, it's but, sad, but tis the plight of being black in <laughs> the world. Don't just that an additional struggle to add yeah, to the heap. I know. Uh, <laughs> I have a hot take, though. Okay, let's hear it. Dun, dun. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. Uh, <laughs> I'm wondering which one this is because you, you talked about a couple before we, we started recording. Well, I have been reflecting, basically, mm-hmm. because it hit me. I am extremely neurodivergent. So when I like things, I make that my whole personality, right? Mm-hmm. I liked Haikyuu. I made a Haikyuu themed Twitter account. I like Batman now. That's all I talk about. And then it hit me. I've been watching like Dungeons and Dragons actual plays forever. 
Um, but I never at any point decided to dive into the space right. like head first, like I do everything else. And so quite literally for a while, I was leaning back and I was like, why didn't I do that? Like what held me back? And then it hit me and people are going to hate this one. Okay. Um, I think a lot of people within the space are very welcoming for sure. They are very kind. Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't think a lot of people currently that are like there understand the barriers to entry that are in the space now. And, um, what do you mean by that? I will explain. Okay. (laughs) Uh, my friend. Uh, and I were talking and like both of us got into Dungeons and Dragons because we watched actual play stuff and then we wanted to play ourselves. Right. Um, and then we were like, all right. And then we tried to play with people that w- have been playing for a while. And quickly we realized there is not a lot of leeway given there. A lot of people just expect you to know a lot going into it. Mm-hmm. And... Even being on Twitter now and seeing people, I'm realizing like I'm getting a lot thrown at me and I'm not getting a lot of explanation here. And of course, I appreciate you and like some of the people that have been really kind. Mm -hmm. But I also think some people kind of forget what life must have been like before they were so deeply entrenched in this. Because so so much of it, A, is foreign and B, like they're like, this is a big deal. And I'm like, is it? I don't think, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> like, I will even say last week, well, when we last filmed, someone asked um, you to ask me as someone with like, who's not in the community, like, what do you feel about the D-ification of everything about the TTRPG space, you know, of every tabletop right. game? And I need you and everyone that asked me that question <laughs> to know something real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone is phrasing it as a problem. And like now that I've spent more time in the space, like I get it. You know, there is a lot of like indie game creators who make excellent games that don't get shined because everyone just wants to play D&D. But when you just say to someone who just got into D&D because they like saw it on Stranger Things, it's like, what's the problem that everybody is talking about D&D? Like it's on TV and it's cool. Um, And so I think there needs to be a sort of like, the attitude that you have when you have maybe any other game that you like to play that you want your friend to play, mm-hmm. you're not going to hand them a stack of Monopoly money and be like, okay, get in there. Like, no, <laughs> there's I, rules. I try to, I try to, especially with, in, like, if I'm talking to it, an individual, I try to relate it to something that they are already privy to. Yeah. So, like, for, for someone like you, I would try to... And I, I forgive me in advance because I know dick all about K-pop. Go for it. But I think the way that I would explain it to you is just like, you know how K-pop is bigger than BTS? Yeah. BTS is a big part of K-pop. Yeah. But overall, K-pop is bigger than BTS. Consider somebody who only considers K-pop to just be BTS. Right. And I think I think that might have been a more clear way to ask that question of yeah. me where it's just like you know I I, 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 I first off I want to check with you if that if that analogy makes sense it does okay so like I think people who are fans of other K-pop bands like at one point you were a Luna stan period yes <laughs> uh, I think I think 
there are people that are in our space the equivalent of like Luna fans where they're like this is my favorite thing this is my favorite you know K-pop band and somebody would go like yeah but that's not BTS though and it's just like it gets a little irritating where it's just like yes it's not D&D but there are other things in right. D&D for the tabletop space so that's that's yeah and i got it and i understood i mean definitely just for like the business sake of it these people right. spending their time to make these games and not getting that shine because everybody and their mom is playing D like oh trust me i understand and it's just like i wish you know what you did just now mm-hmm. i wish that was the attitude that people have and they don't right. and it's definitely a case like on your other hit show morning ritual <laughs> they thank just- you for acknowledging that it is in fact my show and for now but anyway um like you guys discuss this phenomena of the that guy right. and i think like a lot of people like that even watch that show maybe or even think about the concept of that guy they think of it as extremes like someone that harasses people at the table or someone that makes everybody uncomfortable and that doesn't like that's not the extent of it you can right. be that guy if you're just the person that like refuses to explain things that doesn't want to help because and like that's what i'm getting now and like i don't care because at the end of the day i go outside and i touch grass (laughs) i touch the fuck out some grass (laughs) and like i really do log out and i don't care but like what sucks for me is that i like i know that there are people that don't have like what I have in that like there's other things I'm interested in so I really can shut off this space and do something else my timeline is like a 16th this and then lots of (laughs) Batman and Superman kissing (laughs) so it's like I'll just look at that instead but like what hurts me is the idea that there's like a girl somewhere like out there like me who instead of Batman being her thing it's this Mm -hmm. and she wants to dive into it head first and she can't because people think that like the that guy is only the guy that's being like racist or homophobic but like no every time you guys get into some deep headspace where you don't want to explain something like you are being that guy right yeah. now <laughs> and i and i i i hope that you know i hope that some of the stuff that i put out helps whoever is out there that wants to get into the space because it it costs nothing to take the time to like usher somebody in and you know try to protect them from the well-known that guy it's like yeah i think i think that's why we started the that guy segment in morning ritual which for people who are unaware i'll do the whole spiel If you've been in the TTRPG space for long enough, you've probably had the displeasure of playing with that guy. That guy is a veritable black hole of fun at the table. Somebody, if they were yeeted into the sun, your experience uh, would increase 10,000 fold. Uh, Just somebody that's a bummer, right? And so, like, there are a lot of that guys, but I refuse to believe that they're the majority Mm -hmm. in this space. Um, but I, I want everybody to be aware that no matter what level that you're in this hobby, whether you're a newbie or a veteran, whether you're, you know, just starting or if you're Matt fucking Mercer, you're going to run into a that guy. Don't let that dissuade you from joining the hobby. Yeah. And I just want to like put it out there for all the shoddies like me <laughs> who want to get into this. You don't have to know all of the drama. You don't have to have a hard stance on all of the debates that people are having. If you do just like D&D right now, there 
isn't a problem with that. Like, I, you have time. Yeah. You know, if that's how you start and if that's just where you want to end, have fun. Because at the end of the day, I think a lot of people forget. Like, I think you guys play this for fun. Yeah. I mean, you can be successful in this hobby without partaking in any of the drama. I've seen people do it. I've interviewed people that do it. Uh, just understand that I, I'm not one of those people because I'm a, I'm a messy bitch. Exactly. Like, me and you, we started this show because, like, we are chismosas. Um, the gossip. The drama. I am mm-hmm. here for it. it. <laughs> right. And I'm tired of people being that guy and not putting them on blast they're like yeah. not look i feel like if you make people uncomfortable there should be someone something somewhere that makes you as uncomfortable as you've made the people that you've that that you've affected yeah and i you know i, I volunteer for that role exactly <laughs> listen for my undergrad i did an entire paper once about how i value the freedom of speech uh not because i'm one of those people that are like I'm allowed to say what I want. No, I love when people out themselves as idiots because then they get consequences. Freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom from consequences. And baby girl, guess what joy means in French? Consequences. (laughs) To quote, to quote a friend, to quote our friend Sage, you know, freedom of speech is not freedom of consequences. Bitch, run. (laughs) I'm coming. (laughs) I'm right behind you. You said it. Great. And I'm in the audience. Oh, God, she's climbing up the stage. She's coming. She's at the mic. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, that's my hot take. I just like since starting this podcast, a lot of people have been really sweet. But then a lot of people have asked me to weigh in on. I won't call. No, I'll call it (laughs) non-issues. Yeah. It's like I am, in fact, the hammer of justice. But like, I'm not going to beg down in civil suits. I only want the high hitters. Yeah, literally. I'm uh, Supreme Court. Don't call me in because your neighbor's shrubs are over your fence. <laughs> okay, so there is there is uh, an issue in the scene right now. Oh, we're in the drama section, fellas. Look, this this is more news than drama. Okay. Um, which is it I'm gonna I'm gonna say some things and give me a second because I'll explain what it means. Got it. But in the new edition of D and D they're saying that they're not going to have an OGL, which is an open game license, which is what D&D has had for a while, which allows people to make third-party content for D&D. So, you know how uh, Wizards of the Coast owns Dungeons & Dragons, but like there are third parties like Cobalt Press and the like that make content for Dungeons & Dragons. Mm, Could you give me an example of the content sure so like dungeons and dragons exist yes if you and me right now wanted to make like a um a a a chicago setting for dungeons and dragons we could do that Mm -hmm. and we could sell it Mm -hmm. and it would be compatible with dungeons and dragons Uh, right okay the reason we could do that is because of the ogl right and people have made a living making third-party content yes do i know any of these like third-party content specific things have i seen them um uh i think i've written for something like uh for kobo press where a kobo press and freaking uh pathfinder i think at one point Ah, uh, it's just people who make things that you can add to your D &D game right um 
well, with the new D&D, if there isn't an OGL, you can't do that. Right. And people are worried. They're upset, yeah. And upset. Especially because uh, Wizards has announced that this new edition mm-hmm. of Dungeons & Dragons is going to be an evergreen. This is the last one, and they'll just keep updating it forever. It's kind of like it's kind of like a uh, 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 games as a service type deal now. And so that means this could potentially be the end of being able to make third content, third party content for Dungeons and Dragons and being able to make money off of it. All and- right. Um, <laughs> let's just let's get something on the table right now. Wizards mm-hmm. of the Coast. <laughs> oh, boy. Girl. I, I don't know. Like, how are people on talking about their opinions on Wizards of the Coast? Like, are they like God where you just, you don't say how you feel? Or do people say how they feel on the internet about them? <laughs> All right. So you want the truth? Yeah. Do you want the truth? Yeah. All right. So. Because I know how I feel. I just want to know, like, where are we in the legal sense? Being me saying Oh, le- legally, you can say whatever the fuck you well, want. Well, duh. But. But. I don't want to shoot us in the foot for future jobs. <laughs> well, I mean, the Wizards is a. It was just, is it opening the door for my black ass anyway? Oh, work. Yeah, they got they, okay, they well, got their they got their five or six, so they're good. Uh, you're right. <laughs> I was never gonna make the lineup. No, I've tried. It's not gonna happen. So fucking let it fly. I can't stand them. Like I'm addicted to anybody that makes the same mistake six times, and then you can kind of tell <laughs> that they copy pasted their apology from the last time they did it. I literally their last apology for being racist on God felt like a Mad Lib where they were like. <laughs> Sorry, we were racist with the blank monkey people. (laughs) I'm so sorry that we forgot about blank racism. (laughs) We'll try hard not to do the monkey people racism again. What's, What's really fucked up is I know the community manager for Wizards. Yeah. And that happened... Like on their like first mm, damn. couple of days, Ooh. and I'm just like, that's that's really that's so funny. <laughs> that's fucked up. But you know, I, I I I here's my stance on wizards. I have fun. I believe that wizards is filled to the brim with talented, well-meaning individuals mm-hmm. that want to promote change and progression in this space of course and i believe that they're being heralded by a corporation that could give a fuck oh yeah so as as much as they want to do the right thing because i true i it's not that i know it's not that i like i believe i know that these people want to do the right thing Mm -hmm. but hasbro don't give a fuck yeah my whole thing is this whenever i talk about anything on here when it comes to a corporation i fully fully like it's just one of my fundamental moral beliefs i don't think the onus or like mission statement of a corporation ever is that of the people that work for it i know what that's like i work a corporate job do i think that the ceo and his ideals reflect mine no but baby girl i'm clocking in monday through friday yeah like you are one person don't think that me saying that this company can suck my nards like that's (laughs) not for you Right, and it's always hard when you meet people who who work for corporations that have a shitty reputation, 
and you know that they're a good person. It's just like, listen, I I know you got to get that Jan bread. from marketing could not have stopped this. <laughs> Dale from HR by himself could not have stopped this. Right. This is like corporate things that get pushed through. And I know for a fact, like in every room, there is one person that's like, guys, are you sure? And the big wigs are like, screw you, dog. I love money. <laughs> I've been in that position actually. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it sucks. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not a good one. So yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the things going on in the space right now that's got people in a tizzy because that's literally the livelihoods of thousands of people making third party content, making monster stats, making items, making art, making this, making that, and then if Wizards just snaps their fingers and you can no longer do that. Yeah, I mean, this is life ruining. And that's why I want to even go back to what we said before when people were talking about like the DNDification of everything. Let's bring that up first. Like, let's not make it sound like uh, people want to play DD, but I want to play Vampire Night Academy. That is an anime. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> uh, me meeting Vampire the Masquerade of the anime brain took over. But yeah, no, it's like, let's go with the human rights violations first. Let's put that on the table. Let's appeal to pathos. Let's get to people's emotions first. Because when you go up to someone that does not live, breathe, and eat this stuff and say, Everybody wants to play D and D all the time, girl. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've got a conspiracy for why I think this is all happening. Why? Are, are we are we are we ready for the conspiracy tinfoil hat? Sure. Let me just. That's me getting my hat on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that Critical Role has pissed off a number of people. I think that when Hasbro sees how much money Critical Role is making, like, let's take a look at last week's episode. They they had it, it was the reunion of the Mighty Nine, and they opened up a bunch of, like, they had it in a bunch of theaters, and almost all of them sold out. Like, people are giving Critical Role money, hands over, hands over feet. And, like, it, it, like, here's, here's, here's how, here's to where the point of it is. Yeah. Where, like, uh, Ashley Johnson, who plays Yasha in Critical Role, described her character as having a apron on uh-huh. and described the apron. And immediately the chat flooded with new merch alert. We want to buy that. We want to buy that. And it's just like they can they can print money yeah. at this point. And I think Hasbro sees that and they're like, they're making all this money off of our game. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're closing the OGL so that they can try and make their own critical role in-house and you know they they won't miss out on all the money that they feel like they're missing out on now oh yeah that's definitely an out-of-touch corporation decision to make and it is very funny and slay of them to do um, I think this is one of those things where it's clearly going to backfire. And in my professional opinion, I can definitely foresee uh, the death of D&D if that happens. Everyone's just because it's not difficult uh, to just stop playing this game because for as much as like people are playing it and it's so universal, universal and like, eat, you know, to pick up, well, you a- could just pick up another game. Well, there's a part two to the my conspiracy. Oh, let's get on to it. Critical Role, like a couple of years ago, created a publishing company. Mm-hmm. 
and they've published like maybe one or two games since then. Mm-hmm. I think the end. Ga- I think the end game of Darrington Press, which is the publishing company owned by Critical Role, mm-hmm. is to create their own Dungeons and Dragons, essentially. Yeah, totally. and I and the. If OGL shuts itself off, mm-hmm. if they close, if they close themselves down, and they go, nobody's making third party content mm-hmm. from us anymore. Mm-hmm. And Critical Role makes their own TTRPG. Mm-hmm. First off, a lot of people that are in the space now got into the space because of Critical Role. Yeah, I think the migration. I think there's gonna be a. Gr- I think there's gonna be a migration. Yeah, of people going to whatever game they come out with. Yeah. And if they have an OGL, mm-hmm. yeah, it's I, I over. Think, I, think I the- personally will be playing Vampire the Masquerade, but um, <laughs> <laughs> funny enough, I don't think Vampire the Masquerade has an OGL. Yeah, so they keep their shit in house. Really, yeah. I'm gonna be playing that though. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so dead set on Vampire the Masquerade? I like it. I don't, I don't know. It speaks to me. I think it is because I myself am a 5,000-year-old vampire. Um, Here we go. How are you a 5,000-year-old vampire and I'm the eldest sibling? I fully, like, vampire, like, brainwashed all of y'all into just thinking I was the middle child and I just moved in. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even related. Okay. Um, of course, dear brother. You were missed in your absence. Stop calling me dear brother. It's dear weird. brother. Jesus. <laughs> All right, you got anything to bring up? You feel like being messy? Uh, well, we've entered the drama section of the oh afternoon. Boy, here we go. And I do want to let all of our listeners know I've done it. I have done what I came here to do. I have been blocked. By, <laughs> oh, God, this. Um, what are they called? Are they like a community? What is it? Um, They're, I know their name. How are we on saying names here? Do we do that? <laughs> I mean, it, they blocked me. So, it's, so they're not it's, gonna say it. It's up. It's up to you. Like I listen. I want to say it. If you want to say it, say it. Like I'm. I'm. I'm right. But like, what's the term for what they are? It's not like a multi-channel network. It's what a are Twitch they? channel. I think. Okay. Well, I was blocked <laughs> by a Twitch channel, and before I give away their names, oh I'm just God. gonna say what they did. And I'm gonna say what I did in response, and like, let's all come to the conclusion of who's the bad guy here. So basically, um, some of you guys probably know about this drama already, but on a Twitch channel, they had a Vampire the Masquerade game, but they- Is this why you want to play Vampire the Masquerade channel out of spite for this channel? Absolutely. My game is going to be so much cooler than theirs and way less racist. Oh my God. Like, there's going to be zero racism in mine. There's at least three racism in theirs. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so they decided to play Vampire the Masquerade, but they were going to, they were going to liven it up. They were going to get zesty. Instead of, you know, it taking place where it normally does, I guess, it was going to have a modern day Japan setting. Well, well, just just to kind of explain. Uh-huh. Vampire the Masquerade, it's, it's really kind of split off by location. There's New York by, New York by night. LA by night, Chicago by night. So, like, the location of where the game is played is generally key to the narrative. Okay. Well, they. I'm not, I'm not listening. No, girl. I'm just spin facts. I'm, uh, Thank you. I didn't have all the facts. I love to have all the facts. I'm glad that they chose Japan. <laughs> and um, they decided to, I think, change some of. Oh, I have a book now. They decided to change some of the, like, I guess 
characters in the game to uh, something relating to Japanese folklore. I'm not an expert on it, so I won't speak on that directly. But I will just say that the only reason they came onto my radar is because um, the players were predominantly white. The GM was white. And Japanese people on Twitter uh, felt not great about this uh so they called this out um one nice person offered to be a cultural consultant and they said no and instead of being normal regular or cool um the this particular channel decided that this was fine because the gm's uh wife is japanese and the gm lives in japan so yeah the 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 I, I'm dating a blank is never a good card to pull. Right. Honestly. And so this is where my block comes in, you guys. And you guys <laughs> can be judge, jury, and executioner. Was I nice? <laughs> I'm going to read the tweets and we're just going to re- react to this because I think I was very cool and nice. Okay. I said, living in Japan and having a Japanese wife doesn't give you authority on the culture if you yourself are not Japanese reasonable if marginalized people tell you that you overstepped that's not the time to defend yourself that's when you nod and go you're right i'm listening tweet two as a woman of color i cannot imagine having a white person trying to weaponize me against people that share my ethnicity in a bid to escape criticism this is in fact about the nihon knights thing there's the name babes i'm tweeting about it because it's just so rancid and weird and tweet three Don't worry, just as reasonable as the other two. Very man that watches anime and wants an Asian girlfriend so he can go to Japan one day to meet the Hokage type beat. Fucking entitled weirdo shit. So I was in LA while this all while all this was going down. So I am just hearing about all this. He is the bystander to my quickest block yet. I, I think this might be your is this your first block in the TTRPG this is my first TTRPG hey, space congrats. block I'm glad when I I'm was probably gonna catch one after this episode comes up. I hope you do um, and let me let these people know ahead of time block all you want I got alternate accounts I'm gonna see it <laughs> I am judge jury and executioner <laughs> yeah okay so like so th- th- there, there were a number of complaints from from what I understand. One of them is the kanji being used in the the logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I I am not. I'm <laughs> to no one's surprise. I'm not Asian, right? Me uh, neither. Believe if, it or not, if I have a, an Asia centric project and somebody of that culture tells me to chill to I'm like chill. knock it off it's it's not it's not a good look to push back it's, exactly. it's that's what i said i'm like you nod and you go you're right i'm listening right I, I like and the thing is like you said somebody offered to be a consultant yeah take them up on it literally well, what's the harm and if the harm is they expect pay well yeah that's what yeah. a consultant pay people is. for their labor is yeah if you don't want to do that, don't set your game in somebody else's culture. Right. Now, the argument from what I understand is that this person lives in Japan. Right. Okay. Yeah. That would, to me, mm-hmm. 
and let, let's 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 uh let's fucking let's use some pop culture here work that would be like chad <laughs> like a white guy named chad from iowa mm-hmm. going to wakanda <laughs> no <laughs> And running Wakanda by night. Stop. Like, bro, like, ah, no. Like, like I mean, even more practical, I know nothing about the country of France. Absolutely nothing. Historically, I know enough. I understand their politics uh, enough to do, like, world politics stuff. I don't understand France. I can go to France and I can marry a man named Pierre, but on God, if you let me run a game that took place in Paris... Girl, that would be wrong. It, I'm in the the other thing is like it's it's telling when you when you set your game in Asia mm-hmm. and you don't have a single Asian cast member. Yeah, like and, and you have people using traditional like Asian names and apparently according to one commenter somebody has like two surnames which is like the Cho Chang of it all <laughs> Jesus. which I mean it just I think people need to understand that no matter how close you feel to a culture if it is not your native culture the requirements to have a project set in that culture requires extra work you do not have the right by virtue of location to try and represent that culture. Mm-hmm. It just, it just, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It's never good. It, no. it never works. Yeah. And, and I need this person to know that me and my homegirls were in the car tearing them to shreds about the whole, <laughs> my wife who my is Japanese. Wife. My Japanese wife who is from Japan. She eats Japanese food and she's Japanese. <laughs> Like, I, like she said it's okay and let me as a woman of color briefly address this okay if i hear the sentence my wife is insert ethnicity from any non that ethnicity person to justify their actions unfortunately they have opened the cross-examination i am phoenix right we are in the court <laughs> um so you're like Let's get into the big issue. You have tokenized your wife. She's no longer <laughs> oh, your God. wife who you love. She is a person of that ethnicity that gives you the right to do whatever you want. That's not allowed. First things first is that is not allowed. Uh, second thing. You, you put the burden on your wife's shoulder to represent and and you put the burden on your wife to represent an entire culture. And that's that is it's unfair. Right. And it, you know what's weird about this? We haven't heard from his wife. I haven't seen his wife. I don't know who his wife is. The only thing we get from his wife is that she's Japanese and he said so. To be honest, I'm at the, like, all my friends immediately were acting like she was a hostage. We're like, where is she? (laughs) (laughs) She could speak for herself. Where is she? (laughs) Get her on the mic. (laughs) Part of being involved in any public project is kind of being able to read the temperature of the room. Yeah. And white guys really especially white my wife guys really need to know that they've been out here taking l's listen as a white guy if you say the words my wife right now in this current space (laughs) 
you already started at a detriment. Like the Ned Fulmers and the what's the what's the comedian? John Mulaney. John Mulaney's and that they really have fucked you guys because my wife like guys who usher like guys who use that phrase my wife my wife my wife y'all are taking l's out here like just see and for me it's not a matter of just like well i have such a deep intimate romantic love and understanding of my wife so her saying this i just felt like she was the authority that's not even like don't reduce your wife to her ethnicity and the fact that she's your wife because both of those things aren't fundamental to who she is it is so weird i would never introduce anybody like that's dale's wife no right that's jessica like you, that's a whole ass person that's a person don't strip her down to your wife who is the ethnicity that you're clearly fetishizing right now let's call it spade a spade <laughs> christ Jesus. and it's like i've i've had to give non uh black men this talk if at any point i find out or i hear you say that is my black girlfriend that's my black girlfriend my black girlfriend said so all of a sudden you don't have a black girlfriend anymore <laughs> funnily enough yeah yeah it's just it's 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 really fucked up and, yeah I, you know and sometimes for the fun of it but listen i have a white partner sometimes i lie about our culture just for the lulls yeah just to see what happens just just <laughs> sometimes i'll be making up fake slang just to see if the white hug tries to appropriate it <laughs> i'll be like oh I'll snap that was zimity zap <laughs> and if i catch and go a zimity zap i'm like that's the white in you get it out of here <laughs> you tried to take zimity zap from us <laughs> i like telling white people things that we do but making it sound scary i'm like oh girl you ain't eating pig ankles <laughs> And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, the ankles of the pig. You ain't never had no horse tail? (laughs) You know, we eat strictly the tail of most meats. (laughs) So you can't trust us. It's it's like, and what's funny is like, we also get a ton of stuff wrong. Like what I say about all black people cannot be trusted. It's almost like we're not a monolith. It's like one black person, one Asian person can't speak for all, all black, black and Asian, Asian people. people. The way that me and mom yesterday were trying to figure out where Sydney Poitier was from. <laughs> she goes, he's Jamaican. I'm like, I could have swore he was from Trinidad. Listen, white people have done enough to, to erase our history where we don't, we don't even know, know what some of the shit that's going on and here. Like, I don't want to relate to some black people. Kyrie Irving? I don't know that man. <laughs> Listen, Kanye West is a Chicago black guy. I can't claim him no more. I don't know. Like, there's so many, like, we aren't one thing. And also, like, just, dog, when you're wrong, just admit you're wrong. Because when you pull out all these excuses, now we're all in the doghouse. Yeah. Now this is embarrassing for everybody involved. Right? And, like, just... It all could have ended with this person just going, dang, you right. I'm going to scrap this game. I'll do something else. And instead, it was this absolutely wild backflip. You know what drives me fucking crazy is, like, TTRPG is all about using your fucking imagination. Yeah. And if somebody calls you on some shit that's culturally insensitive, all this shit is fucking pretend. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to say that, okay, you guys are right. I didn't realize that I fucked up. A magical spell moves everybody to fucking Iowa. Like, you know, it's just... Okay, wait. Actually, that leads to a very fun conversation I want to have. Okay. Let's talk about this. Um... 
this person really wanted a game in Japan really bad. I would like to have an in-depth conversation, like as someone who is not Japanese, as someone who is white, what really made you want this game to happen in Japan? Like what about Japan was so fascinating to you? Why couldn't this have taken place in Iowa? Because he lives in Japan. Right. I he, I don't think he was born there. <laughs> oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's a viable. I'm not saying not that's a good reason. Excuse. I'm just saying that's the reason presented. I know, and it's it's just very intriguing to me that like when appropriation happens like this, it's always for just like I'm just so interested in this culture. I'm so da 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 da. But there's tons of cultures all over that seemingly no one is interested in, and I want to know why that is. Is it because we can't? I don't know. Let's say. <laughs> Mm. Fetishize and sexualize the farming citizens of Idaho. <laughs> Farmersonly.com not doing it for you, man. I mean, there is there one of the one of the reasons that this is immediately a bad look is because there there is the undertone of ownership of some of a culture that is very much not your own by virtue of your location. I understand that you live in Japan and I understand that you know you want to tell a story in a setting that you're familiar with but it's not your right it's not See, yours the real like- issue in this arises <laughs> in that people offered to be a cultural consultant and this person said no which is like at that point they're like no I know the culture well enough all by myself which like that is the problem that is yeah, the problem. That's I think that's where the undertone of ownership comes in. It's very, it's very colonial. It's oh, this yeah, is exactly, and that's what's bothering me the most about this. Like, it's it's like it's like the fucking British Museum going, no, we we take care of it better. You can't have your stuff back. Like it, it's not yours. Like yeah. you, you might be there. You might have it. But it's not yours. Yeah. And I think, like, what bothers me about this, like, obviously, like, I'm not Asian. Big surprise. Um, but, like, there's... What? <laughs> there's been, like, a history of, like, white men in particular fetishizing Asian women in a way that gets them hurt. And I th- that's yeah. what bothers me about this so much. It, like, from the, my Japanese wife says this is okay, to the in- doubling down and silencing specifically Japanese women who called this person out and said, don't Ooh. do this. Like, everything about that is giving like I'm a white man and I love Japan and I love it so much and these women and their opinion is not my business and it's like that not great maybe as a white man let's not perpetuate the harm in any way against these Japanese women but you know what we've said our piece yeah. story number two I'm already blocked I can say what I want <laughs> I mean and if they respond to this they, hey hey thanks for listening you have to, hey, I hope you liked it <laughs> you know give I, me the view you know, I, I, I really hope like you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm I know that you're coming in with the hammer, so I'm I'm very much trying to. Yeah, we're sword and shield here. I'm yeah. stabbing. He's deflecting. <laughs> I wouldn't say deflecting, but like, I don't think they need to be jumped. I yeah. think they need to stop and. Right. Stop. I think they need the vanilla ice protocol. Stop. stop collaborate, collaborate and, and listen. listen. <laughs> And like my whole thing is like truly once again I don't hold malice in my heart for these people you all have to recognize that I don't care <laughs> 
I'm going to go get some green tea shots later and just kind of like turn it out. <laughs> okay, but there's more okay. uh, drama. I will have to do a brief disclaimer for this one. This story is all me. All opinions are my own. Oh, is this yeah, the, okay. I do not reflect the views of Noir. This is a joy only well, story. Well, real quick, are you going to say the name? Because if you're going to say the name, I'll do my personal disclaimer. And I'm not saying that in a way to get you to not say the name. I don't care. So it's it's I feel how like you... even if I don't say the name, they're gonna know. All right, then fuck it. Okay, just... it's about. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll say it, I'll say it, I'll spare you. Okay, guys, we're going to be talking about a debacle with the Free Forge. Yeah, the, the Free Forge community. community. I, I first and foremost, I would like to say that I have participated in uh, a game with several of the folks from Free Forge. Um, I had a, I personally, I had an amazing experience with them. Um, you know, I think that they're, you know, real, I think they're good people. Um, that said, from what I from what I hear, there there's been some fuckery about and like this is this is Dungeons and Dragons. It's about holding folks accountable. Um, so you know, with that, please go ahead and start your story. All right. So, <laughs> from what I have gathered, uh, the Freeforge community have a Discord, and I guess this is about their upcoming season of games mm -hmm. okay cool someone left a suggestion in their discord i will read it out loud now <laughs> oh god all right it's from an anonymous person mm -hmm. and they said this isn't a server suggestion but a question and concern and this is the only place to ask it anonymously having revisited the application form recently i've noticed that the gms have been added next to their games my question is was gender slash identity diversity considered while the gms were being selected with the exception of one all the gms listed are mask presenting and this is added to the three games on the channel already being run by male identifying gms why is this and from what it sounds like each game being run is not guaranteed which narrows the list even more the ttrpg actual play space has been advocating for a diverse representation for femme b bimpoc lgbtq no there was an m oh i don't know the m stands for lgbtqia plus uh, and other people of marginalized community for a long time now. As a public platform with many experienced people in the TTRPG space, why wasn't the lack of diversity in your GM choices caught earlier? The fact that this information also wasn't transparent feels wrong. Um, yeah. That is the most of it. They're just talking about... Right. Yeah. Essentially, from, from, what, I, from what I gather, um, not a not a not a lot of diversity when it comes to the GM selected for the, the current season of Free Forge. Yeah. Um, There's more because they gave a response, and the response is where a lot of my nuanced thoughts okay. lay. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so, all right, they. Uh, part of the response that I'm going to focus on is that they say that we did not force self-disclosure of marginalized identity, but offered it as an opt-in to provide that leg up on an application. That said, while we wanted to pri prioritize performers of marginalized background, we refused to tokenize individuals by placing them into positions for which they are not well-prepared or well-suited just because they check a box. There were many factors reviewed for each applicant, including their tech-slash-hardware setup, their availability, their interest in spearheading a show that isn't based on a traditional approach to actual player stream content, and 
and their overall experience and preparedness to be a showrunner, which is no small job in itself. Um, they also add that they have a diversity and inclusion committee established just this year, uh, but they also mention that they're deleting that person's uh, like suggest- yeah. Okay, now just to cover that, I believe that they were deleting that comment because it was in it was for server suggestions with that was not mm-hmm. now personally i would have moved it to a different server yeah. instead of just removing it correct so i think that was mistake number one mm-hmm. um two i don't love the argument that some people aren't ready to run a show exactly um whether it be gear or experience and that just that that does that doesn't leave a great taste in my mouth. Right. See, the tech hardware setup, I was willing to give that to them. Like of course you want someone that can whose computer can handle streaming. That's fine. Right. Um experience that is bad. Uh the availability, that's the other one I'll give to them. Like right. if everyone can't be open on a Tuesday, it can't happen. But the idea that they have vague things like um their interest in spearheading a show that's not the traditional approach, whatever, overall experience and preparedness, those are vague. And that's not good. Because yeah. then you can use those for anyone who is qualified. And and that's often the that's often what is used to yeah. filter out unwanted, whatever they might be. Right. So, yeah, that's that's also not right. That's also not great. Now, to now, to be fair, there has been a response, an official response from Free Forge. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, 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 I think Free Forge themselves responded, and a couple of key members of that community have responded. Um, but this, this has this has been kind of making its way around the circuit. Um, yeah, it's just listen. <laughs> <laughs> diversity I, in actual plays is a fucking problem. Yep. It's a fucking problem. I can't, I can't count the channels that have all white cast, all white GMs, or like you, you know, like if I'm gonna keep it a whole buck, go for it. All white cast are a fucking problem. Yeah. All mm. white cast and one diversity is a problem. Is a fucking problem. Yeah. Like. It, this scene is vibrant and colorful and full of people that don't all look the same. Yeah. Now, if you want to just play with your group of friends, that's one thing. Yeah. But if you're setting yourself up to be a community that's looking to grow the scene, mm-hmm. then you have to you have to be that. Right. You know, people are holding you accountable to, as people are holding you accountable to what you what you represent yourself as yeah you know if you were just like hey this is our group of people and we 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 play together sometimes you can watch it or you can go fuck yourself nobody would have shit to say but if well i mean i guess not because critical role but that's a whole other i have something to say (laughs) yeah you would have something i'm that person (laughs) but 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 the accountability would be much lesser Right. Because you never set yourself up to be yeah. what it what that is. And like this is what I'm talking about when I say like the space is not as welcoming as people think it is. Like do they think that marginalized people don't see this that we don't notice? Like I'm a black femme person 
and it is very interesting that I can go through these actual play games just scrolling through and it's like I, it might take an eternity to see someone that looks like me and that's like whack yeah. and I realized that and it can't be a merit thing and that's what made me so willing to talk about this one because um, I love statistics. <laughs> I love statistics. Okay. And we can get into this right now. Um, statistically speaking, there is, and I'll say it, and I'll say it again, there is no way that there was not, that there weren't black, like, femme presenting, like, what they're talking about now is, like, femme presenting GMs, like, capable, qualified, and ready to be chosen and to play. There is, statistically, no way. So somebody who is in charge of choosing these things, there is a bias somewhere and they have got to weed it out and it's up to them to weed it out. And this thing where they're like, I didn't want to tokenize anybody by just letting someone in based on their diversity box points. And it's like, okay, then don't. But don't look me in the eye and say that, well, we had this rubric of what makes you qualified and just only mask white people pass or only mask people pass because that's just not how it works in a population where 50% of people are femme, women, whatever the, like, that's not how math works. Uh, I, I don't got to beef with y'all. I got to beef with Sir Isaac Newton. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I think the problem is twofold, which is I do believe it's very possible that the call went out and there were not many black applicants mm -hmm. or there were not many femme applicants. But that's another problem in and of itself, which is why is it that when you put out a call, certain people aren't responding? Like, I, th I think there's work to do there to make your people. I, I hate this notion that diversity is just opening up and being willing to take everybody. Yeah, that's only half the job. The other job is make is doing the work to pre to, to doing the work to be present where the people that you don't have are yeah you've got to do the work to make sure that you're present so that if you do put out a casting call you can't just put your I, it's like putting a help wanted sign in a sundown town like you're not gonna get black people right. you're not gonna you know if 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 the place that you are is a place that them BIPOCs aren't yeah then it doesn't matter how open you are right you've got to go to where they are and that yeah that think, may need doing extra uh, leg work yeah and I think that's I think that is what I that's my big lesson that I just can't believe has to be taught to these people that like <laughs> diversity in a majority white and a majority male space it takes work it is a job it is an effort there's a reason why you have a diversity coordinator coordinator there's a reason why government um like ooh, there's a reason why like government fixtures have someone in charge of diversity because that is a job. You have to make sure in a place where like racism and preference to men is common, you have to go out of your way to make sure that you overcome that, to do the work, to make up for that space. I mean, I'll never forget. I was in my junior year of high school and the girls golf team didn't have enough girls to compete. And so my coach looked at me and he goes, you play basketball, right? And I said, yeah. And he's like, so you can play a sport? And I go, uh-huh. And he's like, play golf. And I did that because I thought it was funny that 
instead of just being like, well, I guess the people that want to play golf or the three girls that signed up, it was like, oh no, I have to go out and I have to find people and I have to let them know that they're welcome. Right. I had my arguments. I was like, well, I don't know how to play golf. I have never done this before. I don't have the materials. And the guy said, we have free golf tools for you to use. I will teach you how to play and I'll be there every time you're confused. Why don't they do that? Like, the, I, I think the reason they don't do that is because that's not something that is inherent to people. Like, dang, why did I out myself as somebody that plays golf? I, I don't know. You did that. You did that completely on. Wait, your that's own. kind of a sleigh. <laughs> Dungeons I mean, and Dragons meetup at a golf course. Oh my god! But like, that's. I mean, to keep the, the, just just to be completely transparent. I, I'm trying to figure out how to fucking say no, this. No, say it. <laughs> Rip the bandage off. Say it however. <laughs> I hate TTRPG channels. Work. No, no, <laughs> Me no, too. No, 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 hold on. No, no, I, I, let, let me explain what I mean by that. Like, yeah. Since I entered this space like two, two and a half years ago, yeah. I have seen communities rise and fall. I've seen the I've seen Stratacus Academy, which was like a, a mainstay fixture uh, that was able to pull like top tier names. They had all sorts of marathons and whatnot. I saw them crumble. Like I've seen a number of channels crumble, and it's always because of shit like this because. Just because you like the hobby does not mean you have the skills to run an organization. Those are two different skill sets. Yeah. Like, you can be great at setting up a channel. You can be great at production. You can be great at GMing, playing the game, learning the rule sets, getting sponsors, and all that kind of shit. But there are some, there are some skills around socialization that you're going to need you're going to need to be able to look at a room and go there's way too many people here that look like me and you're going to need to show the initiative to make that change and making that change does it does it mean hey we have a diversity consultant that does nothing <laughs> like and i know that because like i've i've had a channel or two offer like hey you want to be the diversity consultant and i'm like well two questions one what does that pay and two what do i do and the first the usual answer is it pays nothing and you get diverse folks like you know yeah. it's just like right like and that's why I don't stick around any one channel. Like I, I would rather I would rather make friends with the people than associate with the, the brand, the, the, the brand, the community, the channel. All right. That being I, said, I don't feel like that. If any brand wants to slide me like twenty bucks, well, well, no, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> I don't mind being associated with a brand as long as it comes with a check. But I'm yeah. talking about like, you know, hey, do you wanna you wanna help us grow this channel? You know, no, no, I don't. No. I, I never. The answer is always going to be no, and it's not because I don't like the people. I love the people. Yeah. I, like I said, I love the people in Freeforge. I think they're all amazing people, but I think this is something that we have seen consistently happen in this space because when you're trying to form a channel, you that that just because you want to create that doesn't mean that you have the skills necessary to do that, and one of two things happens when you hit this speed bump because every channel at some point eventually hits this 
speed bump unless they're inherently a diverse channel mm-hmm. a la Transplaner and Friends Who Roll Dice. Like, Wait, never mind. I'll save that for later. Oh, I really like the Transplaner channel. <laughs> Me too. There's uh, some, never mind. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But uh, the, uh, all, all I'm trying to say is that it is possible for good people to come together and to make a problematic problem, problematic entity. Yeah. And, and I've seen that happen a lot of times and I've seen it crush really good people. Yeah. You know, because as a good person, you don't want to make something that's problematic. Nobody, nobody wakes up and goes. these need a system of checks and balances that currently they don't have because no one, like you can't, as a person, you cannot step outside of yourself and your mission and your mind and see what it looks like. Because I guarantee you, the people that made these choices to pick all these DMs, they didn't. I can't, I don't think that they sat in that room and were like, I'm going to maliciously keep out women and black people. Like, I don't think they were doing that. Right. And maybe one person in the room was. But like, I don't think they did. I think it's an oversight that unfortunately happens a lot where you forget diversity, which you can do. You shouldn't. And that's what a diversity coordinator does. And I like... I mean, sorry to cut you off. I just... Not it, you silencing female. Voices. Oh my god! I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna. I listen. In anything that is social media driven, it is very easy to to overlook the identities of people when you're focusing on different attributes. And oftentimes, a lot of the attributes that people focus on are following. Mm-hmm. Like we could have a game with somebody that has 20,000 followers and is a mask white guy or we could have a game run by you know a black film who only has 132 followers yeah well as a channel runner it is in my best interest to try and find somebody that has more followers because if half of my you know 10,000 followers uh, for the mask white guy comes that's 5,000 people if if all of my 131 followers from the film black person comes that's only 131 followers yeah so it's, it's wait I actually want to have a full conversation about that because that is another thing I've noticed about this community mm-hmm. and it is insane unfortunately I am un- like I'm the perfect person to have this talk okay I have 4,000 followers. Yeah. I have never played in an actual play game. Yes. Let's address the elephant in the room. No, I don't think any of our listeners, your followers, maybe one person saw me in the one shot I did with you that one time. Mm-hmm. None of them know if I can play D&D. No one knows if I'm good at it. Absolutely no one's seen it happen. Right. I presume that you can assume I might know the rules. Why have I been invited to so many games? Because you have, have 4,000 4, followers. Fo- okay, oh, <laughs> if, do we want to keep it a real buck? Yeah, let's go for it. <sighs> let's say it. Let's address the elephant in the room. <laughs> let's call the spade the spade. There are three reasons. Yeah. One, well, yep. you have 4,000 followers. Absolutely. Two, you're black, femme, and gay. Absolutely. And three, you know me. Yeah. 
like <laughs> I'm the I, nepotism and, baby babe. <laughs> like like and, and I don't mean that to say that those that those are Valerie's I I'm, cannot I'm believe specifically... he has taken credit for all of my wow. success I can you heard him wow. do that right you piece of shit you've all you heard him say that you piece of shit you no. all heard him be like <laughs> it's only because you know me that's not it oh, no that's what I'm, he said look you fucking asshole wow you are such an asshole as no. if I didn't have thousands before him too for writing fanfic where the boys kiss <laughs> fuck you thank you can, can, can I get back on track absolutely yeah I just wanted to you just wanted call to- you problematic for sure <laughs> also let's also not negate reason number four I'm super hot thank you <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you. But, but but honestly, like people, that's that's a part of the game that people don't talk about. But it's very evident. Which is one, I want to get somebody with a lot of followers. Two, I want to get somebody with a connection that I that I actually want to hang out with. I yeah. actually want to well, talk. You think to. people don't actually want to hang that's out? That's not what I'm fucking trying to say. You know it. You fucking know it. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. Well, no, like there. Well, okay, okay. I'll give you a perfect example. Right. Perfect example. Yeah. Uh, after our episode of Morning Ritual with uh, Brendan Lee Monaco, uh, remember <laughs> with Brendan Lee Mo- Man Number One. <laughs> <laughs> after our Morning Ritual episode with Brendan Lee Mulligan. Me- meow Meow Mulligan. Correct. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, my DMs blew up with people going, hey, how did you get him? Could you get him to come on our show? Can you connect us? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then, like, that was half of the messages. Yeah. And then the other half were, like, shows that I had been trying to get on going, hey, we, you know, we got you, we want to guest, uh, guest it? You want to come, you know, yeah. on our show? And, I'm, and I was like, yeah. And then one person was just like, hey, do you think you might be able to get Brendan on? I'm like, ah! fuck yeah like but the, the, like that's part of the game that sucks right and it's it's in in and that's kind of that's some of the thinking that can lead to making the same fuck ups that we've been seeing right. over and over and over and over and over and over and over again right oh and that that leads to another thing yeah that leads to something else let's welcome to joy's corner where oh i have noticed something about this and it drives me cuckoo bananas <laughs> like i'm glad we've started calling it a space and not a community because every week i spend in this little dungeon with you all, I learned so much more. And what I learn is like, <sighs> the, the space is odd in that, like I assume, like there are real friendships being made here, for sure. Everyone, like you have your real friends, but like some of y'all are relentless little social climbers. <laughs> <laughs> it is disgusting <laughs> I like and that's that's another reason why I didn't jump into this head first cause like when I was in my fandoms where I was like the boys kiss everyone was like oh my god you're right slay bestie <laughs> alert and we would talk in the DMs and now we're besties right? here though it's not really about like like they're the common bond isn't the same, you know? Cause you'll play in, I guess, an actual play stream with someone and like maybe you really hit it off and talk and they're your friends like that. But a lot of these people that you meet in these situations aren't your friends. They're business contacts. Right. You guys are working. Yeah. And like 
that's cool, but I also think the disclosure of am I talking to you because I really like you and I think we're friends or am I talking to you because I might need you to GM a game for me later and this is a good business contact. I think a lot of people are unclear and that that's why I love call out season on the D&D, the TTRPG space. Girly. Call out season? Yes. It's when you someone gets called out and then someone came out comes out of the woodwork and is like, I know everyone thought I was friends with Dale for 43 years, but actually, <laughs> here's every receipt I've ever had about him. And it's like, Linda, <laughs> I thought y'all were homies. And Linda's like, no, I, here's all of our Discord messages. I'm safe to say it now. And it's like, what the hell? Well, that's, the, that's the Whisper Network I've been telling you about. And this Whisper Network is immensely ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is heinous and disgusting. And, like, I, I'm so glad to have the follower account, like, follower account to be allowed to do whatever I want. Like, I was going to do it anyway. But now being able to kind of, like, big dick around. Like, there are some people that, I, that you talk to and... <laughs> All right, fuck it. There's some people that you talk to and you know, like, oh, I'm going to need a round in the chamber mm-hmm. for you. Like, yeah. you're, a, you're a fucking problem. I like, remember I, when you got called out and I... <laughs> I <laughs> I had baby's first PR statement, which was like the sexiest thing I've ever done, where I was like, we are siblings. I don't speak for him. He doesn't speak for me. And you cannot summon me back on the timeline to make a statement. I'm not going to give receipts on my brother. Are you joking? All right, let's let's delve into that, though. I'm not, I'm not going to mention names. Because, but all right. So my, I think that was that was Noir's first time being called out. It was great. Oh, uh, girl. Uh, it, it happened during the episode of Morning Rachel, which really bummed Dang. me out. Okay, so I was I was doing an episode of Morning Ritual, uh, which is our uh, Saturday morning talk show, uh, and uh, you know while, while I'm doing Morning Rachel, I'll fuck around on Twitter. And there was a there was one of those picture memes going around where it was just like uh, it was you, you post a picture of yourself normal and then like in cosplay or something mm. it's just like why be like a, a regular person when you could be like a orc barbarian or something right yeah. and so like right shut up <laughs> fuck you <laughs> and so I was like why be regular when you could be a fucking pirate and I, it was a regular picture mm-hmm. and then myself as a pirate mm-hmm. and a good friend of mine did the meme so I, like mm-hmm. I quote tweeted it from them mm-hmm. to kind of keep the line going mm-hmm. Now this friend of mine, really amazing, mm-hmm. uh, Anna Rock. You should check out. You should check out her Twitter. Or Twitter and YouTube. She does fantastic work. Uh, had a wonderful video essay about the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, check it out. Um, but you know, I, I, I retweeted my friend's post and, with my picture, mm-hmm. and then somebody else that I thought I was friends with at the time. Correct. I GM them in like two or three games, mm-hmm. and I had an incident with them before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they posted, uh, "Tell me, tell me, you want to appropriate trans culture without telling me you want to appropriate trans culture or something like that?" It was that. like co-opting a trans yeah, like, meme. Yeah, if you tell me you want to co-opt the trans meme without, and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like, cause like I'm listen, I. I wasn't raised in the most progressive 
household. I don't know what you're talking about. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I wasn't raised in the most progressive household, so I was like, if I genuinely made a mistake, that's absolutely my bad. I never meant to overstep. You know, whoops. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm sorry. But then, like, I, you know, and I, I, and I asked my trans friends, and he just like, hey, I just want to understand where I went wrong, where I made my mistake. You know, mm-hmm. what the fuck did I do? And a lot of the it, this at some point started off as a trans meme, but you know, as it grew, yeah. it just became a you fucking assembled meme. Assembled the trans council. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I lit the beacon. You like, said, yo, join me at the round yo, table. Yo, a trans council would be fucking dope as shit, though. Like, oh, okay, anyway. That's me and my homies. <laughs> <laughs> That's the car on the way to voice <laughs> We have spoken, but like... Give me your wisdom, trans people. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, like, yo, if, listen, if you fuck up, go to the source and, like, yeah. Let them check I you. Pull the sword out of the stone. <laughs> Go to the source directly. Let them check you. Take your talking to and fix it. Like yeah. that's what you fucking do. So like I, I went, I, I went and I asked like, yo, where did I went wrong? And they're like, oh, it's it's just you know, it started off this way, but it's it's yeah, I mean, it's nothing harmful. I don't understand why it got taken to this level. And this person just kept thread. It was just so many kept tweets. coming at me about like Noir hates trans people, Noir is you know, his ego, Mr. Big Child, all this kind of shit. And I'm like, where the fuck is this coming from? And like they like it's it's it was really bizarre being called I out this was way. Quite literally catching strays. <laughs> and, and then I found out they went to my siblings to try and get my siblings to tell everybody how bad a person I am. Right. And it's just like and like and it was it was so weird because they gave me like uh, I have no ill will towards this person. Like truly, we just haven't talked since it's happened. I don't feel like we have any harsh feelings. So if they hear this, like please don't even don't. I don't know. But anyway, it was so weird as they were like calling you out. I got messages from the people involved. They were like, "This has nothing to do with you." <laughs> I was like, "Why? Why are you telling me that?" <laughs> like as you are trying to kill my brother on the stake, being like, "You're gay." <laughs> like and I, 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 I still to this day don't know where that fucking came from. There, I, there must have been like resentment beforehand. I don't know. It was just like, uh, well, there, there was because we had an incident before. Yeah, and I'll, I'll go into that. Like, here, the initial incident was, um, so Cyberpunk twenty whatever the fuck twenty twenty two. Yeah, the the video game came out, and like a, a bunch of people in the trans community were just like, hey this game is harmful to us don't fucking play it Mm -hmm. and i made a post that basically said look i don't need to do any research about 20 this cyberpunk game Mm -hmm. if my friend says this is harmful to my community i'm just not finna play yeah so that's my stance (laughs) on it like you know you do you but like my friends telling me not to play it is enough for me to not fucking play it absolutely and they didn't like that they were just like no you have to hate everybody that plays this game and i'm like no like i i i'm friends with people that have to play certain video games for a living i'm not gonna play it and i'm advising my following not to play it but you can't ask any more of me than that like you know, and they're yeah. just like, you don't know what it's like to deal with prejudice. You don't know. And I'm like, fam, I'm, 
I'm black. How are you going to tell me? I don't know what it's like to deal with prejudice. Like, right. And like, obviously, this is only our side and like how what they said was interpreted yeah. and like all of that. Because I don't want to make them sound like they were going off the handle. It just felt like it came out of left field for people like me who I was still on K-pop Twitter. So like I'm retweeting fan camps and then I see people being like death to your brother. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? Luna's releasing an album with six hours. I can't do this. I can't do this right now. Uh, so yeah, that's just, you that know. That was wonky. So for sure. I mean, all that to say that there are people in this space that will always hold one in the chamber for you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's uncomfortable, and it's an uncomfortable reality of navigating in this space. Yeah. That's but, why I think I am like consciously getting ahead of it when mm-hmm. it comes to me, where it's like, I need you all to know, expect nothing of me. I'm not coming in here. <laughs> I am not coming in here to be nice and to understand everything because I mean and know nothing about what y'all got going on. Listen, the TTRPG space portrays itself as a summer camp, but in actuality, it's, it's the gulag. It's the wild, wild west, man. <laughs> like you, some people could go try and be quick on the trigger on you. You just gotta be ready to see it fucking coming. And, and like, yeah. like my whole thing is like, I found so much fascination with this on more of like a scholarly level. Like I'm studying you all. <laughs> this is like when you have ants in an ant farm. You do your behavior baffles me i'm fascinated i have you under a microscope um yeah so that's my thoughts on it and it's just like every week everybody proves me right that this is unhinged and absolutely wild yeah it's 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 been a fucking mess right and i think that's why i decided now was the time because i'm gonna be real i'm going to be so real right now um i think the ttrpg space like it's been a lot of people that are unregulated. There is no like high council <laughs> that you can answer to because even the creators of these games, like I feel like they put their games into the world and kind of step back. Um, like I was in the K-pop fandom where like no matter what you thought, if the company says something about your K-pop idols or if your idols say something, well, we have to listen to them. But when it comes to the TTRPG space, you all don't have that. You don't care what Wizards of the Coast say and you don't care what like some of the top playing game people say because they're like, no, we're just playing the game like you. There's no one to answer to. So I've decided I am the one you will answer to. <laughs> it is me. <laughs> Fuck it. That, that, yeah, well... You see what we've done by letting this shit be a wild west. Now we got to deal with this motherfucker. I know. Unfortunately, this town isn't big enough for the both of us. <laughs> it's just me. Well, we we've almost hit two hours here, so I think. Uh, well, I actually wanted to do something before oh, okay. we close out this episode. All right, bring it on. Um, I want to talk about our goals for the future with oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Don't say that. This is actually very meaningful. Okay, I'm sorry. Apologies. Thank shit. you. Just talked about being the fucking head honcho. Then you talk about goals and shit. Oh my god, you are also co-head honcho. Okay, I'm the fuck. sheriff. You're my little guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get deputy. That's his name. Yes, <laughs> you think the, it was sheriff and then little guy? Yeah. 
Literally, I'm like, every sheriff has his little guy. <laughs> okay. Well, but anyway, goals. back to the goals. Like, I just want you to think, in your wildest dreams, what's something that you would want to have for the podcast, something you want to do, like, go crazy right now. I'd like to do a live show. Okay. Um, Maybe at a convention or in Boys Town. <laughs> uh, I have to set up a Discord. Please. Uh, especially because uh, the reason, the way that we're getting some of our news stories is because you guys are reaching out to us so I've that's cool i got spies on the inside <laughs> I want to say a special shout out to all my spies I don't want to name you guys by name because I don't want you guys to catch blocks so that you can't see the tea to send it is, to me <laughs> will that be the name of our, our fans the source our sources <laughs> they're my they're the spies on the inside <laughs> okay alright well shout out to the spies on the inside um so a convention uh, or a live show uh, I've got to set up the Discord, mm-hmm. a Patreon, so we can start making money off this shit. Period. And ads. Yes. I would like. I would like to get. These are all very realistic goals. Yes. Do you have maybe anything loftier to combat what I'm gonna say? Loftier? <laughs> yeah, uh, like get crazy. Um. Okay. Probably. Uh. Fucking. We could start looking into getting guests. I guess. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let us know what guests you would like to see here because. I, I, Brandon, I mean, what, meow, what, meow, mulligan, what, what the fuck would we even do with Brendan if he was here? Like, you would hold him accountable for what? No, even better. I've already thought this out. Okay. We're going to play good cop, bad cop as interviewers. You're going to ask real hard hitting questions to Brennan about the D&D community. Right. And I am going to ask questions. I just would like to know. What is so which one of us is the good cop? Which one of us is the bad cop? You're a good cop. I'm wild cop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me three questions you would ask Brittany Lee Mulligan right now. What is keto? Explain it to me. And are you on it still? <laughs> I think he is. Yeah. No, he breaks it all the time. How do you know that? In his, like, when he's GMing, he'll eat something that's not keto and then go, I broke keto. <laughs> oh, well, Some huh. of us are real Brandon Meow Meow Mulligan stands. She kind of stopped calling the man Meow Meow. <laughs> he's my Meow Meow Meow. All right, that's two questions. You got one question left. Um, definitely, I would ask him, um, like, I want to emulate his uh, style of GMing because I really admire him. So, what snacks are loudest to eat mid game? <laughs> are my... his snacks loud? <laughs> He's like crunching on almonds. Well, he said almonds. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, he, I feel like he's trying to be considerate. I'm not. Like, what snacks? Like, I want to know his go to snacks and okay. what snacks would he not right. eat? Can, 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 let's, let's hear your goals. Okay, I'm glad you asked. I want us to be such big personalities in the space that we get invited to go on other shows to say stuff. I am a Gen Z icon, so I want to end up on any Dimension 20 show, just any of them. I just think it would be fun. I mean, you'll probably have better luck than me. (laughs) No, you have good luck. Why would I have better luck than you? I'm intolerable. I, I do want to be their Gen Z token hire. I do think it would be funny. I'm, I love being around millennials. I don't, I don't like the way you say that. It's a slur. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Derogatory. Um, definitely, I want to have a like a fan meet up with you guys, but you're not fans. You guys are my homies, my meow meow militia. Um, I thought they uh, were the spies on the inside. Well, if they're fans of just me, they're the meow meow militia. <laughs> 
the fans of Dungeons and Dragons, they're spies on the inside. Um, but I do uh, want to, us to have a meetup. I just, I want to take you guys to the club. I want to get crazy. <laughs> You want you want a club with our following? Yes. Okay. Well, that'd be so fun. <laughs> I don't trust it. Um, anything else? Um, definitely going to a convention, like you said. Yeah. I just think that would be cool. I don't know what I would do there. I would be. I don't know. Someone else would have to drag me around and show me cool things to do. Cause I'm, I go to like comic conventions. I may be able to get us mm-hmm. in the Jade Kai. Okay. So if you if you guys want Dungeons and Dragon live, you gotta let us know when this episode comes out. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Campaign all of your favorite shows that you would like to see us on, and just tag us in their comments. Yeah, let, <laughs> get us work, please. We're struggling. No, even better. If imagine if someone tags me and it's like we want joy on the show, and then they go on my account, and the first pinned tweet is fan fiction of boys kissing. You know the people that run the show are like, who the fuck is this? What does she have to do with? TTRPG and everyone is still going to be like ladder on <laughs> that, that's been our episode of Dungeons and Dragon everybody adios this is what episode 3, three? Uh, I've been one of your hosts Noir Nigma. you can find me all over the internet as the Noir Nigma. that's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok and Instagram don't forget to visit my website thenoirnigma.com if you're interested in merch um yeah Enjoy. Oh yeah, I'm Joy. You can find me on Twitter at Broke Woke Choke, on Instagram at Suddenly at Peace, on Tumblr at Suddenly at Peace, on Discord. That's gonna be on my Twitter. Please send me pictures of your dogs. Someone did that the other day. They just go, "Hi, I'm shy," and send me pictures of dogs. Well, I love you. Wait, that's a lot for our parasocial relationship. Yeah, I mean, yeesh. No, we're there. It's date three. (laughs) Oh, my God. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.